Do you want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thank you so much for joining me this week. So one of the, um, I hate to say rules, I don't like rules, um, but one of the basic tenets of, or pillar, one of the pillars of, um, of, of what I ask people to do and how I help people with emotional eating and with weight loss is to make a meal plan and to make a meal plan ahead of time. So decisions ahead of time, there's a podcast episode that we talk about why we make decisions ahead of time. Not going to go into that in this one, but one of the things that we do is we make our meal plans ahead of time. And so um, following the meal plan oftentimes is very, very challenging for people. And so the topic of our podcast today is why can't I follow my meal plan? So we're going to address three different things that I want you to look at within yourself and within your um within your, uh, your thought process, as well as your actual meal planning. So if you are doing that, um, I will ask you to look at these things and kind of examine them. If you are listening on the podcast and you're thinking, I have no idea what she's talking about, you need to come and join my Facebook group. I have a Facebook group, uh, about 3,500 people strong. Um, I think it's probably one of the most kind and caring Facebook groups on Facebook. Uh, it's called Breakthrough Emotional Eating. And if you are uh, not a member, you need to become a member. So if you're a first time listener, we want you in the group. So again, it is www.facebook.com slash groups slash food breakthrough. And, or you can just go to Facebook, go to search and put in Breakthrough Emotional Eating and then search for groups and you will find me. You'll find the whole group. And again, would love to have you become a member of the group. It is quite honestly, one of the most uplifting and really, really supportive communities when it comes to addressing emotional eating, addressing all of the things that go on with emotional eating and that, that then impact a person's ability to be able to lose weight. And it's one of the things that we're going to talk about today um, because it's something that we have talked about in the past on past podcasts, but I think right now it's really relevant is the meal planning that we do. One of the things that, that I ask um, my members, if they're interested in losing weight or they're interested in losing uh, in managing their emotional eating is to make meal plans ahead of time and then to stick with their meal plans as they are written. And that can be very, very challenging. And so I'm going to address three different things, three different reasons why that can happen, and then what you can look at and what you can examine um, and look at in order to address that. 
So I, I always do a, as I do every week, I want to do a shout out and I want to do a shout out to my three current boot campers. I have two, I have, I have five boot campers right now going through. There's a group of two and a group of three. I'm going to call out my three boot campers that I just got off a call with. Uh, and that would be Debbie, Lori, and Trisha. And I just want to tell the three of you how much I enjoy our time together. I enjoy everything that you're doing, your honesty, your transparency, all of the work and, and a lot of the, the inner work that you're doing when it comes to addressing your emotional eating and, and really focusing in on getting yourself to the best possible place that you can be when it comes to your health. And I just want to tell you all how much I enjoy spending time with you. I know I just did tell you that, but I wanted to do that publicly and just let you know how much I really appreciate, respect, and value the three of you. So thank you so much for your participation and just, you know, being, being such beacons of, of just, you know, an example of taking care of yourself. So thank you so much for doing that. All right, on to the good stuff. So why can't I follow my meal plan? So just to review for anyone who is unfamiliar with what we do in our Facebook group, um, we, I ask people who are looking to manage their emotional eating as well as lose weight. A lot of times those two things go hand in hand. Sometimes they don't go hand in hand, but the pillars that I ask people to follow will really help with, um, with the emotional eating aspect. And so, and, and the weight loss aspect as well. So one of the things that I ask is I ask people to make meal plans ahead of time. So you make a meal plan ahead of time, you commit to it and you follow through on that meal plan and you stick to it. Now, here's where we're very different than other places there where people are trying to lose weight. We do not diet in this group. And so I do not want people writing down foods that are not foods that they enjoy, that I would term as diet foods, foods that you're thinking, oh, that's what I should be eating if I want to lose weight. No, no, that's not what I want. I want people to eat what they enjoy. And then I want to show them that they can eat what they enjoy and lose weight and get a handle on their emotional eating and be able to keep the weight off once they lose it. So that is kind of the, that's a little, a little backstory, a little context. So I got a message from one of our members and was asked about why this member could not, or was having an issue with going for a certain amount of days of being very successful and then feeling like she would get to a point where she was like, I can't do this anymore. I need to, I need to, I need to go off plan. I need to eat. Oh, I need to eat more than what I want to eat. You know, I'm going to eat past satisfied. I want to eat to full. I want to eat to over full. And, um, and I don't understand why I'm doing that, which I want to commend this person as well as anyone else who, when those things happen, the best thing you can do is stop and think, okay, so that happened. I'm not going to beat myself up, but let's try and figure out what I'm doing and, and how can I, how can I, you know, kind of redirect myself. What can I learn from this situation? And that I think is so important. We have to have, we just take every opportunity and everything that happens that doesn't go the way we want. 
We have to, we really need to take it as a learning opportunity, as an opportunity to grow, to learn, to change, to redirect our behavior and to create new thought patterns and new beliefs that will carry us through, you know, through our lives and through, you know, into other areas of our lives. So I want to address what I would say the three reasons that most people can't follow their meal plans on a consistent basis for a long period of time. So number one, there is a huge, well, first off, number one is commitment. There is a huge difference between someone trying to do this program or someone committing and knowing at their deepest level, at the, in their heart, that this is a non-negotiable. They are doing what they say they're going to do. There are so many aspects of our lives, and I know that there are so many times for each and every one of you that you have set a goal for yourself, and it doesn't matter what gets in the way, what obstacle comes up, what thing happens, you do not let it stop you. You overcome, you persevere. You're just like, no, this is ha- this is going to happen. And yeah, this is hard. And yeah, this is really uncomfortable. And I don't like this feeling, but I'm doing it anyway. I know that each and every one of you has had things where you have been faced with many obstacles and you have been able to overcome them. And this is just another one of those obstacles. Okay. So we really have to think about what is our level of commitment. Now, when we are committed, when we commit to something as in, you know, whether it's this, whether it's another goal that we have, we have to take massive action for that to happen. We have to, we have to, we can't just sit and think like, Hmm, I hope that happens. Cause that would be really awesome. No, we have to commit to make taking massive action, whether we know it's going to work or not. We put the action out there, we do it. And if it doesn't work, we don't quit. We back up, we reassess, we try something different and we keep trying and we keep doing it and we keep tweaking and revamping and, and doing different things because we know ultimately we're going to find our secret sauce. We're going to find what's going to work for us. The only way that you can fail is if you quit. And we've talked about it. We don't quit in this group. We don't quit on each other. We don't quit on ourselves. And so you have to decide, can I take this and, and, and look at when I don't stick with my meal plan, am I truly in my heart committing and really vowing to myself that this is important? What is it? Why is it that I want to lose weight? And sometimes it gets back to going back to that. What is your why? Why are you doing this? And why is it important? That always has to be at the forefront. So my recommendation always is to decide what is your why? Why are you doing this? And that why needs to be on a sticky note and it needs to be in 15 places in your house. It needs to be on the bathroom mirror. It needs to be on the of the refrigerator. It needs to be on the front of the pantry. You need to make all sorts of stickies and just make sure that you are remembering exactly why addressing your emotional eating was so important. Why losing the weight that you're carrying around, why that's important to you. 
We have to get back to that. That commitment is what's going to take us through. It's not going to be willpower. It's going to be our commitment to ourselves, to showing ourselves the most love that we can and the most, you know, the best, just not question our beliefs about ourselves, but really the biggest thing that you need, that most people need to work on when it comes to their commitment is not only their commitment to themselves, but the commitment to work on your own beliefs about yourself, your self-worth, and your ability to follow through. If you don't have that belief in yourself that you can do, even if you've never done it before, even if you've never, ever, like you've never lost the weight that you want and keep it off, that's okay. That's okay. Because most of us are doing things that we've never done before. And we're still doing them and we're still pushing forward. And we're going to be successful because we believe. You have to believe in yourself. So working on that belief is super, super important. All right. Second thing. My question to anyone who is struggling with staying on the meal plan. Are you still thinking about this as a diet? You have to be honest with yourself. Are you still thinking about this as a diet? Because if you are, you are going to create naturally a feeling of restriction and deprivation. Anytime we start thinking about that, we feel deprived, we feel restricted, and that, that evokes something at a very deep level for emotional eaters. And it really, really can send you into a tailspin because you feel like you're not, you know, again, it's your thoughts. What are the thoughts that you're thinking about this plan? Are you thinking about it as a diet? I always tell you, this is not a diet. Joyce Clark always mentioned in, this, uh, in, the, in the group, Joyce, you know, if you're listening, you know, you always do this and I love you for it. This is not a diet. It's not a diet, y'all. That's what we say. This is not a diet because it isn't. It isn't. And you, each person has to work on their thoughts about how this is going to proceed. How is this? What is this to you? If you are thinking about it as a diet, you absolutely have to work on that issue alone. You have to remind yourself, this is not a diet. I am not being restricted. I am not being deprived. But you can, and you can do it, but if you don't believe it and you're not sharing that with yourself and you're not telling yourself that all the time, those feelings are going to come back in, those feelings of restriction, those feelings of, of missing out on other things. And that is going to really, really detrimentally impact. The other thing that I want you to think about is I want you to really assess what are your thoughts about being kind to yourself? Because in, in, my, in, in my thought pattern, being in, you know, years ago, being kind to myself, I thought that meant that I ate whatever, I thought that meant I ate as much as I could because I was being kind to myself. I wasn't, I wasn't denying myself. I was just letting myself do whatever. But the end result, the result that I got from that was not what I wanted. So clearly that wasn't working. So I really needed to reassess, no, that's not 
what self-love is. That's not showing my self-love. Showing my self-love is not overindulging. It's not eating past satisfied. Showing my self-love is honoring when I say I'm going to do something and following through on for myself, not for anybody else. That's what showing love, that's what I'm when I'm showing myself love. So that thought pattern of this is fit like a diet, this feels like a diet, number three is going to answer that. It's going to answer that question, but we really have to work on, I, I really try to pull people away from the, the very surface stuff of like, well, what are you eating on your meal plan? Because the reality is this isn't about food. It's about you. It's about your thoughts. It's about your beliefs about yourself. It's about your worthiness and, and how you feel about yourself at your deepest level, because that's going to dictate the decisions that you make and the follow through that you're able to have and how you're able to be there for yourself. So that's what really needs to be looked at. Not all the, you know, all that, that this for, you know, this for breakfast, this for lunch, that stuff we can get to and we can look at that. And we do look at that. And I do help people figure that kind of stuff out. But the deeper work is really getting to what is, what is that deeper thing? What is that deeper level that I'm getting to? What is the thing that I need to be working on? And it's always our thoughts, always. All right, the last one. And this is, this is the, I think this is the fun one. I'm going to ask y'all, are you eating what you really like? That's the question. Are you eating what you really want to eat? Or are you still good food, bad food? How many calories does that have? How many fat grams does it have? Oh, that's a carb. I can't have that. Oh, it's pasta that I shouldn't eat that because I want to lose weight. If you, those thoughts are going through your head, that is the first thing you need to address. This is not a diet, y'all. <laughs> Again, this is not a diet. You have to be thinking, what is, what do I want to be eating? And am I truly doing that? Or am I setting myself up to feel restricted, to feel denied, and then to feel like I deserve to eat whatever I want as much as I want. When we are eating what we want to eat, we can handle and, and really tapping into how much food do I really need? Need and want are two very, very different things. We need to be much more on the need side and not so much on the want side. The want needs to kind of go away and the need needs to take precedence because when we really listen to our bodies, we probably need about half, of, half the amount of food that we are eating. So tapping into that and really listening to that. Um, it's your, it's within your responsibility to make a meal plan that you can follow. And if that means you put gummy bears on your meal plan, fine, follow the meal plan, make it so you are excited about it. You look forward to it but we always are in, we can't just pick and choose. We always have to follow it up with, I have to listen to my body and I have to stop when I'm satisfied. Absolutely 100% have to do that. We absolutely must, that is an absolute must. You can't just decide, oh, I'm gonna eat whatever I want and as much as I want, that does not go along with it. 
always eating to satisfy, listening to our bodies and learning what our bodies truly need when it comes to food and sustenance and getting by. So that's really, that's really, really important. Um, you, again, you always need to give yourself what it is that you truly want, because if you're not doing that, you are going to feel deprived. You're going to feel restricted. I don't want anyone to ever, I mean, you can, but I know you'll know exactly what I'm going to say. If some, if you say, well, Kristen, it feels really restrictive. If it feels restrictive, that's because you're doing that to yourself. You are restricting yourself. This plan is absolutely totally within your control, but we have got to give up that diet mentality. We've got to let go of that idea of I have to eat certain foods in order to lose weight. That is not true. And we need to get that thought out of our heads. You've got to tell yourself that is not true. I get to eat whatever I want and I will eat it in a way that's going to work for me. It's going to give me some enjoyment, but I'm also going to be able to walk away from the food because I know that I've gotten what I want and what I, and in the amount that I want, because our, my want and my need need to get to the same place because I want to lose weight. So I need to eat what I, my body needs, not what it wants. So it's really, really important to be very, very clear on what it is, again, what it is that you want, but, but knowing that this is all within your power. It's all, it's all for you. You get to decide. Nobody's restricting you. Nobody's depriving you unless you are doing that. And if you're doing that, that's what you need to work on. Why am I doing this? What's the reasoning behind it? Why do I keep sabotaging myself? Why do I keep setting myself up so I end up going off the rails? So those are the three things that I really want you to look at. What are your thoughts? about the program. What are you thinking? Are you still thinking about it as a diet? Second one is what are you, what are you thinking about it as a diet? Well, sorry, what is your commitment? First off, are you thinking about this as a diet? And then are you truly eating what you love? And at the same time, eating dissatisfied and making sure that you're you know, eating, eating what you, eating the amount of food that you need and not necessarily what you want. So all of those things come together. It's not like we don't just pick and choose. We don't just decide oh, I'm going to do this part and I'm going to do this part. It all has to come together. But at the very, very most basic level, it is all about you caring for yourself. So part of that is recognizing that caring for yourself is choosing not to overindulge, is choosing not to overeat not eating too full, but eating to satisfied. That is loving yourself. That is showing yourself respect. That is following through on what you tell yourself you're going to do. And that's what I want for each and every one of you. So I hope that this helps with just kind of understanding and kind of getting a feel for what that's going to look, you know, how that's going to look like and what kinds of some steps that you could take some, you know, some, you can journal about this, write about it, answer those questions. Again, you know, what are you thinking about this too much as a diet? Are you, are your thoughts, do you need to change your thoughts? And then do you need to change your thoughts about what it is that you're eating? Are you picking things that are totally self-sabotaging you? Because 
you're not allowing yourself to have it. And are you going into a meal thinking, oh my gosh, I got what I want. I'm going to eat as much as I can. No, that food's always going to be there. We don't have to worry about doing that. That's not a problem anymore. We have to remember that food is always there. It's always going to be available to us. We don't have to worry about ever going without again. I hope that this has given you a little bit of insight, given you a little bit of thought, some things to think about if you are struggling with sticking to your meal plan. If you're struggling to sticking to your meal plan, this is, I really hope that this has been helpful. You always can come back and revisit this, but it's really, really vital that we really take into consideration all three of these things, your commitment, your thought, and then your actual meal plans. What are the foods that you're choosing? Take, take those things, look at them, redesign things, and then try again. Because again, the only way we fail is when we quit. And we're not quitters here. We don't quit. So that's not even, that's not even an option. And that kind of goes in with our commitment. We commit, we're too much, we care too much about ourselves to do that. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Again, podcast listeners, if you are not a member of the Breakthrough Community, please jump on and join us, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough. And I certainly hope to see you in the group. And for those people who are watching in the group, hang on because I will be jumping on to answer a few questions um, after the podcast. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on emotional eating and losing weight, please go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and join the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. I hope to see you soon.